My name is Ruby Will. I mean, I mean Russell. I uh, I need your help. And you were too shy um, my, to ask. My my people are in trouble. I I'm a mud scamp. I'm just mud. too too shy to ask earlier. I'm sorry. I, I've kind of been sitting here for a little while, and uh, I just had to work up the nerve. I hope that's okay. I'm a mud and scamp. This is the Never Ending Adventure podcast, where Russell just killed the adventure. He just it ended. We said it was never ending, and this is now it's ended. I'm a mud scamp. Did you mud. know that? I'm just going to keep isn't saying it, that. Uh, in the real world, are they? It's called a mud skipper fish or like a mud sucker fish. There's there is Dog. a fish that like climbs out of water. No. That's like a well, yeah, and like lives out of water. But there there ain't no fish, ain't no fish, man that that has legs and wears hats. Come on, what are you talking about? <laughs> not not that has legs and wears hats, but uh, yeah, guys, we're talking about. The hard easy. I keep wanting to call the it the big easy, easy but the um, big easy. What is that from? What I think. Why, why do I, I, I can't remember the big? E- is that is, is that from Lebowski or something like that? Oh no, Sounds there's a like movie called be. The Big Easy from the, the eighties. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, it's been a little bit since me and Ed Tati. has been a little sicky poo. Yeah, uh, but it sounds like you're I feeling better that, now. I got that cold. It's better. It's up up in my nose and sinuses, and I've had. Yeah. That like heavy eye fever all day. So we're getting we're getting there, ma'am. But yeah. it's kind of a good I'm glad I'm not sick for getting into the end of the show. Uh, or the okay. end of the season, excuse me, is when things start getting pretty dude, pretty heated after this. Dude, next episode, bro. I'm pretty sure I saw uh Fortress not Wizard, Fortress Princess. Huntress. Huntress Huntress. Wizard. Huntress, <laughs> this fortress, fortress princess fortress, sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh fortress card. Princess, <laughs> I summon <laughs> the fortress princess in attack mode. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yugi, oh my what to do, Yugi? Um, what to do, anyways. Yugi? But this is a uh, <laughs> this is kind of yeah. I'd, I'd say a very odd placement of this episode in in the series of events we've been going through. It's very similar, in my opinion, to just like the odd placement of. Uh, who would win, which is like a couple episodes mm. ago. But mm-hmm. it's just, I. it's not that season one mentality. The who would win had like big season one vibes. And this one is kind of still that whole, like we're just on an adventure. We're just found a swimming hole. We're just hanging out. And then we don't mind helping these little fish people get rid of a frog. Just a little side adventure yeah. episode. But I big, feel like this one had frog. a lot more Finn and Jake back and forth dynamic a little bit less spazzy as like a season one episode would be. You know what I mean? Can I ask you how, like, what are your overarching feelings about this episode? Do you watch this one? Is this one you skip whenever you're watching that through the the show? Yeah, it's typically one if I, <laughs> I'll skip it or I will keep it on in the background and be like, oh, this is what I'll go up and like, take take my poops while this one's like playing my- or something <laughs> like, dude. You know? This is your get up and <laughs> move. Episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of started it and just like, again, got the title card up and I was like, I honestly, I remembered it after like rewatching it again, but I was like, yeah, I just, I don't even think about this episode. It doesn't have a memorable title name. Nothing super memorable happens. Uh, we don't have uh, even, uh, what do you call him? Big fluffy prince or whatever. I, he he doesn't make a return again. So we know. don't have any he new doesn't? He's character. gone? Yeah, I think he's just gone. 
at least he's at like least our in first my prince character other than uh princess or prince gumball that yeah, but that was which he's pretend yeah he's not really our first prince character our first prince character just up and leaves us yeah well and i don't know man it's kind of it's a matter of he's a prince but obviously i don't think he's a prince over anything but the when the crown like grows out of his head it's kind of mm-hmm. like oh his his he's not a prince of a kingdom He's just a biological prince or whatever oh. the race of princes is. Or yeah, well, the I mean, really what he's doing, he's just doing a Sailor Moon transformation, right? That's kind of what happens there. So I would say he is definitely a prince of some sort. Uh, but for whatever reason, they decided to give him a Sailor Moon transformation. We're kind of weird. Like he definitely just goes all the bone and then, of course, rebuilds mm-hmm. on top of himself. It's, it's a... The whole episode is a little off-putting for me, if I'm just being entirely honest with you. Yeah, the the lanky frog legs, like the, even the design of the frog is kind of weird. Uh, yeah. You don't get anything that's... We, we, we don't get any like blue light or sun in this episode at all, which I think is potentially the first. Even our dungeon episodes, we are at least outside a little bit in those episodes. So that's kind of off-putting a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, okay, so this is Prince Huge is his name. And he is voiced by Brian Doyle Murray. Murray. Brian Doyle Murray. The Flying Dutchman. That's the... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's what I was like, it I, knew, I knew I recognized the voice. He's the Flying Dutchman in SpongeBob. I freaking knew it. I knew it. <laughs> he, I don't well, even know if he makes an Adventure Time return at all, but... I don't think I guess, so. I just glanced on the I guess fandom Tom Kenny gave him... <laughs> Tom Kenny gave him a ring and said, Hey, come... Can you fill in for me? I was supposed to voice yeah. Prince Huge, and I'm sick today. Can can the Flying Dutchman do totally. it? Totally. Well, I know a, a humanoid and or maybe a fish girl character that I think should meet Prince Huge. I think they'd okay. be a great fit. Fish I mean, girl character? What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Oh, gosh. Susan Strong. I Dude. like... Yeah, I guess I yeah, I guess I could see that. We should that set work. them up on a date. You think we could set them up that's, on a date? That's a good thought. <laughs> Setting the, the two of them up. Um I don't know. I'm shipping. I'm just out here shipping things, you know, like I doing a podcast about a cartoon. I still want to know what he did to get the frog curse on him. Right. Mm, because yeah. the only other being that we've seen with a frog curse was the gnome knights. Remember the <laughs> gnome knights had they were like I was, I'm not oh, yeah, a yeah. frog knight. I'm a gnome knight that got turned into a frog. <laughs> yes. So the, apparently yeah. it's probably similar. Somebody could have kissed that little gnome knight and he probably would have turned back into just oh, a normal gnome. Works? Well, I, I think if it's a similar frog curse, then it would have to be the same. I do love that the curse is only broken by someone kissing you versus what he tries to do, which is he's going out and he's trying to kiss all these critters. And he's like, man, I, I tried to kiss everything in every sort of a way. And it just... It didn't work. And then just so chill about like him kissing uh, Prince Huge. Just like, whatever. Yeah, man. Like, it's cool. And, I, you know, props on Finn for just his vibes this episode. Yeah. But, that's, I was going to yeah. say, this is a, it's a good uh, way to end Pride Month, I guess, with a good little, hey, kissing, kissing Prince is yeah, not a big deal. Whatever. No, I mean, come on. Who hasn't kissed their bros? You know what I'm saying? Kiss like, their bros. And well, who doesn't is that the bros? reason that it's called the hard easy? Like it was a something that, in theory, is or conceptually could be hard to do, but it's really <laughs> I easy. Know. I didn't know why it's called yeah, the hard I easy. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm just not gonna think about it. 
the hard <laughs> I'm just not going about it. Well, uh, regardless. I got some deeper thoughts on that later, but not bad thoughts, just deeper yeah. thoughts on kind of what you mentioned. I mean, I'm not the fat toy guy on this podcast, but certainly I was interested just in the fact that this was the 100th produced episode mm-hmm. of Adventure Time. Not released, but produced. Yeah, 101. I thought that was a neat little fat toy. And I got to say, as far as my vibes of this episode, very, no one can hear you season three, episode 15, the deer. Like this is on a similar level of creepy, mm-hmm. awkward. I don't really like it. The frog freaks me out the whole time. His teeth, his, the way he just screams, how he's bigger than the trees one moment. And the next moment, his eyes are going in the back of his head and he's sneaking into a cave. Yeah. There's a lot about this episode that I'm just like, oh, gosh, man, I, I don't need all this. What's going on? You know, it's yeah. just not, it's not really an episode for me necessarily. But because of that, I do think this is going to end up being a fun conversation just because it tends to be those episodes where we're just like not planning on really loving it, where we're just like, dude. Well, it's really nice as we just kind of d- dissect something that is may not need to be dissected, frog pun intended here, mm-hmm. um, that we end up being like, oh, actually, it took both of us sitting down and like putting our thoughts together to be like, actually, there was more to unpack here than we yeah. expected in the general. But just two mud scamps, man. Just me and you. Just two mud scamps. Just two mud scamps. Hey, about the mud scamps, though. First of all, the my tops comes in the episode from the elder mud scamp when he's talking about the frog. <laughs> it's same, like same. also, it's South Wooby Woo, which is just his name. He just calls it South <laughs> Wooby Woo. Yeah, they don't have a name for their village. What is this, dude? This is where they live. They're it's just, just they're nomadic, just, I guess. Hey, they're just hanging out. Yeah, like <laughs> they have little dirt mounds that they seem pretty comfortable on, and yeah, they're, they're always the only, on the run. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, well. They obviously they they're I don't think they're on the run that much because they, they're off the grid, bro. They're, they're like, just off the grid. Hey, I don't want to move into the city, so that they're yeah. they're kind of settled out there to some yeah. degree. But the tops comes <laughs> when he is just describing the frog and says he's a hundred and hundred stories of a hundred and ten percent ten speed terror, like bam, like fresh out the grease. Yeah, the best line I of the episode, that. without a doubt. Uh, but I just, I can't get over the fact that they're just like off the grid so they don't have to get jobs and they're, they don't even have a name for their village. And there's these weird goldfish thing with feet, you know, like, you know, like the scent that smiles back. Like that's yeah, what they, they does are. Yeah, it look like goldfish. Very much. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's goofy. The village elder, that whole scene is my tops. I hate, man, Wooby Woo is my lovely. I, I think that's yep, obvious. He's my, I mean, he's my lovely he's too. Easy one, easy one for this episode. But I hate that they have these freaking stink oil glands or whatever they say where they just spray stink oil the entire day, all day long. The entire day, all day long. Or what's he say? Awful sauce glands is what he calls them. Awful sauce glands. Dude, that blows. That makes me not like... It almost makes me not want Wooby Wood to be my lovely. But he never like inks out the the oil so i'm okay with him he's got himself under control maybe that's why he was shy in the first place to try to talk to him but i don't know because he's yeah they did say what was it jake says that the place the swamp smells like uh green beans like green beans no that's finn finn is like let's get out of here man this place smells like green beans yeah so maybe that's why so maybe maybe that stink oil is (laughs) the stink oil or uh yeah green bean scent would that'd be not asparagus would be worse like when you after you pee after eating asparagus it's just like mm-hmm. the worst smell in the world i could see that being that smell yeah. honestly i will say um, though there is a part of me that does love the rainy vibes in 
like a lake town or like yeah when you know, they're just sitting on the edge yeah yeah and it just reminds me i mean that's a i definitely have plenty of memories of like going swimming at the lake and then it starts to rain a little bit but it's like mm-hmm. who cares you're in the water and as long as it's not thundering and lightning like it's chill and jake and finn at the beginning of this episode are just hanging out at the lake they don't really i mean they don't really love it to be entirely honest with you it kind of reminds me of dagobah anyways so why would you want to be in like a swampy gross watering hole i don't know but i i do love the idea of an episode where it's just raining the whole episode and it's not like raining knives or something it's just straight up rain and chill vibes and you know that's a good feeling i like that so that had a, this episode had that going forward. Okay, for so yeah, that what was, I said at the beginning about it being rainy vibes was not necessarily what gave you that that bad feel mentality. It's mostly the yeah, frog no. animation. It's mostly the frog that really gave me that. Gosh, this blows, dude, because he's so yeah, he's so big, so creepy. Yeah, I just don't like him. I, the mega frog. I, know, I got you. I got you. Well, I think my favorite part of the episode, I think, is. Um, they get the lollies, they do Hansel and Gretel. My favorite part, though, is they get lost. Um, Jake goes up above the trees, again, eliminating, I don't have no Jake mistake this episode. He tried his best to look over the trees and was like, I was like, that's fantastic. That's a really cool way of doing it. But then they're like, okay, let's wait it out and make a fire. And the fire scene has to be like just the best part of the episode is that yeah. we have two adventurers. He's got a backpack that's always got a bunch of goodies in there. We have seen them always. They have candles in their treehouse all the time. We saw Finn light an arrow on fire with his hands. Is Uh, that in A a New Frontier? That's the New Frontier when he shoots the flaming arrow into Banana Man's uh, spaceship house thing, you know? (laughs) And he he lights the arrow with his hands and it's kind of like, okay, so how? Yeah, he knows. One, they're like, where does fire come from? Where? So they, I, maybe they just were trying to like rough and tough it a little bit and do yeah. something different. But I love that he kind of uses, is it called sympathetic magic? I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. what it's called, but where... I think it was sympathetic you know, or empathetic magic. I think it's sympathetic. So he okay. like kisses it. It's like two similar things or whatever. And he writes fire in the mud as if like trying to connect like his kiss, his feelings of fire to create fire or whatever. I, there were some moments that were cool, but... I, the, lots of foreshadowing of kissing, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. the I'm I'm shy sort of is, I guess, kind of what a lot of people say when it comes to their first kiss. The village elder saying, uh, what is it? Chases us all up and down from first base from to first home. first base to home. You I know? still, I thought it was funny because it was like at the beginning of the episode, you'd think, oh, that's just an adult joke. That's not what they meant, but they snuck it in there for adults. But then at the end, it's like Finn is like, oh, first base, like yeah, get, kissing somebody. So does that mean like, when he's like gets us all up from first base to home, I, I don't makes know. me a little nervous about what this frog's doing. To well, home is four, fish. right? Home is four, and uh, tier fifteen is not home. So okay, think, so it's yeah, fourth base, not fifteenth yeah. base. I think we're good. I think we're good. But <laughs> okay, no, that, makes, I, that makes better sense in, in Adventure Time Land. Yeah, the the fin, you know that that part with the lighting the fire is is kind of a, a goofy moment where i i totally agree with what you're saying man like they try every which way and are so close constantly to be able to light fire i mean the process is down the you know the steps just aren't in order or they aren't completed like there's not a complete Mm -hmm. memory loop of theirs where they're like connecting the dots necessarily but they're getting so dang close and then jake freaking stabs himself that's if there's a jake mistake for me it's that 
he is just getting beaten up this episode. Like he's kind of being <laughs> abused by the episode, Nature. but he's kind of abusing himself. Like there's a well, moment when he beats they, up the the wicker man frog yes. statue thing and, yeah. and the thing like falls on top of him. It doesn't even hit him, almost getting knocked out, yeah. No, it lands in front of him, and then he kind of, like, falls to the ground. And then in the next scene, he has a black eye. I'm like, you didn't get hit by that stick. Why (laughs) why do you have a black eye all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, he seems more fragile this episode. At least for him getting... He did did take a lightning bolt to the face, but... Twice. uh, Twice. For what it's worth. For what it's worth. But, yeah, it does seem (laughs) odd that he's just kind of like... and then, I don't know, he does get, not, if the frog was truly evil and was going to, like, eat him, like, he kind of got big and then did nothing. He kind of, like, wrestled the frog a little bit and then lost, and the frog was trying to kiss him. So if that frog had actually been evil, like, Jake would have been significantly more hurt yeah. at that point. Well, how does he describe that, right? He's trying to kiss him, or he's trying to eat me, what is it, gently eating him. Gently with no eating teeth, me with, with no tongue. teeth. <laughs> Yeah, just most of the time, you know, that I guess I get it. At that point, you're like, okay, what is up with this frog and the way he's trying to eat people? And then all of these like foreshadowing of a kiss being the this resolution of this for Finn. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And when it makes I me think too, it. like, obviously he was just trying to kiss the, the wooby-woos of the world too. Because I think the elder says like, can you imagine what it would be like to be eaten? And so like, oh, it's like, okay, I think that, the frog monster has never actually eaten one of them, but I throws them down, and I bet they think it's that just they the escape, fear of you know? it. Yeah, it's yeah, just, just the, the fear, fear of, of what could happen. And you actually did a funny. I'm not gonna put you on the spot, but before we started this, Ned was doing an impression of the like mommy, mommy, and the he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like son, what are you doing in there? And he's like, mommy, mommy, I, 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 I can't believe we our voices sound so I, our voices voice. sound the same. <laughs> No, I love that because so I had funny. my 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 deep my not my deep thought, but my thought about again just kind of that whole little segment in the show is it sounded like the voice actor was trying to do the lines for whatever was written down, but he was trying to change his voice up and it sounded too similar. But you kind of hear him chuckle to himself and he kind of is yeah. like hey, my my voice sound my voice is sound the same. And it's it got feels an like the first nature. yeah, it feels like the first honestly like improv thing that's been left in the show like for quite a while uh, yeah. i agree it's been a while since we've had something that i felt that good and there was another line that i thought was kind of odd later in the episode where and i'm gonna try not to butcher this but basically what jake is saying the thing with the frogs is that they are real su- they have a real subtle smell it's kind of like when you open a new thing of um cdrs that ben says like electric celery jake says yeah but more subtler which uh, makes no sense to me. It's so odd. It's so just out of left field. Like, how does CDR sound or smell like electric celery? I don't. I don't understand what the pun is there. Yeah, but I, I, I tried. I to, like the randomness of it all. It feels fun. I tried to figure it out. It was more like, I think Jake's stating like opening new CDRs. Like, have you have you ever smelt that smell like when you were young and would like burn no. CDs? What? Oh, no, yes. they have Burns a very specific, yeah. yeah, like burning CDs. Like you'd open up a new thing. It kind of smells like the inside of a Staples almost. Mm. Um, or yeah, an Office Depot, whatever. I'm trying to remember which one's closed and which one's still open. 
Yeah. Um, well, what is the smell to you that that sticks out the most from your like childhood that would be just the most obvious? Like you could be anywhere in the world, smell that thing and go, oh, mm. I know. Like I just thought of tennis balls. Like when you open a I, new- I said tennis balls, tennis balls dinner, um, oh. new tires, like going into like a Firestone store. I don't, I don't like the new tire smell. Oh, I love the new I tire don't like smell. It. I don't know why that like the rubber smell. And oh, then dude. going into- um. Man, there was this shoe store. What was it? It wasn't like a shoe carnival. It was this big kind of local. I think it was a, a semi-big one that went out of business, but a big shoe store. And it had a, that distinct like, like new smell? shoe smell. <laughs> yeah. I think it was called like maybe, no, not shoe department. No, I, I'm, I'm almost there. But um, this one specific one in Augusta had like a basketball court inside of it. Oh, wow. Um, so it kind of smelled like, basketball court mixed with new shoes and it was just like the perfect like new mm. shoe smell so yeah. i don't know I don't what, get like, people... you said tennis balls anything else yeah well some people love the smell of gasoline like at a, a gas station and that just yeah. doesn't do it for me i, I don't I know i don't get don't it. hate it but it's not like it's not like a can of tennis balls where you'd like sit there and be like <sighs> is that what you do i certainly don't do that <laughs> I mean, I don't. I think I've opened up just two, yeah. three Ned's cans here, of tennis balls in my life. Ned's over here motorboating tennis balls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, gosh, geez. dude! But yeah, that that one. Uh, I'd say that line that you're talking about with the electric celery does not. It's it's on there with funny lines in this episode. But the last one I will mention. Then we'll go take a break real quick, dude. It's when he says uh, that frog's about to dingle our bones into tapioca pudding. But then Jake goes, hey, man, you need to wash your language. Like, (laughs) Basically, of all things that have been said in this episode, that's the one that's the worst, is dingle our bones into tapioca pudding. If I'm being entirely honest, though, I feel a little bit like this episode they were reaching a little bit. It doesn't, those don't feel so natural to me. Sometimes in a mm. time, the goofy lines, the like mathematical, whatever things. Oh, like schmamacow. Schmamacow. Like so, yeah, it just feels so natural. It feels so like, oh, that's just how the show is. And it just fits in perfectly with the pacing. And this episode for me, it felt a little bit awkward. Every one of yeah. those weird lines, other than, well, even no, for sure. Even the 100 stories, that line felt a little bit like forced, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that was a forced line. It was just, it it blended because he, the way he inflected that line at least yeah. made it flow really well. But Well, I'm sure yeah, it'll, it'll flow real naturally when I do it in the commercial in a minute here, so. Yeah, but I think I think you are right. There is a little bit of, I, we had a concept of it and then they kind of like they were like oh shoot we have to do all these like kind of like Jake rubbing the dirt in his eye all this like kind of like little filler yeah. stuff and i'm sure people love this episode i i have no doubt that this is someone's favorite episode i don't think it's a bad episode there were just moments where i kind of felt a little like oh that just didn't kind of work as easily as it probably would in another episode exactly yeah, i know what you mean well let's take a breather yeah. cuz i uh i got some i got one deep concept that i hope will kind of open a can of worms and make you think a little bit through the show. So All right, let's it. do it. 100 stories of 110% 10 speed terror, like bam, like fresh out the grease. Mega Frog is haunting and stomping. Like imagine if you got got by the frog frog, think about it, it. like in his tum tum. Oh no, help, 
I'm in a fraud town. He thought I was yum yum and I'm totally not wooby woo. Son? Son, is that you? Oh, I'm getting eaten and yet I'm still secreting my stink oil. Some crazy stuff, crazy stuff. And really, we just don't want to go back to our nine to fives. Life in the South, wooby woo, has got us real spoiled. And we're back, baby. Back yeah, at it. We're back. I'm no back. longer Mud Scamp. I'm a human now. My name's mm-hmm. Russell, by the way. My name is uh, my name's Ned. Actually, yeah, I don't even know if I introduced myself this episode or not. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm Ned. That's my he name. He's Ned. That's You've seen the mind. show before. I've never seen the show before. Welcome to halfway through this episode. I'm sure you all know this by now. Um, but yeah, let's but yeah, get back I, to it, Ned. Yeah, we kind of we kind of left just talking about them doing the fire, and then they're walking away, and they're talking about CDRs, all that stuff. Well, they get to the field. And they see what they think is the frog sitting there in the field. I thought this whole scene was funny, just in a concept of have you have you seen the the Wicker Man? I have not seen the Wicker Man. No, like they so conceptually speaking, like same with Burning Man, but like Wicker in the Wicker Man, they would take a build a big Wicker Man and uh, burn it to bring in the next harvest, right? And I think a lot of you know. Uh, farm societies cultures have that kind of ritual of like uh the beginning of harvest season we burn the yeah. the harvest man so, so i think you're talking it's funny about the f- 1973 british folk horror film uh directed well, by yes, robin but hardy more of the more than nick cage wicker man that's the, um, the remake of it is <laughs> that one's way better trust me yeah as of right now as of my uh my google search my wikipedia reading i'm more familiar with the original but i mean that's just me that's just you. Dude, go watch the Nick Cage <laughs> one. It is probably it is one of cinema's greatest hits in terms of... Does he light of, on fire in that movie? I think... Well, there's like... They had two different endings, pretty much. Um, one was a... I think a theatrical, like in the theaters, and then they changed it for the DVD release. So there's two endings to that movie, technically. Dude, there's like a, a Nick Cage drinking game... And it may be uh, like a Connect Five or, or something, but or like some sort of a, a search for things. But one of them is like, if he lights on, fi- if he catches on fire, you have to take a shot. That's all I remember from the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I, I just, think it is a few several movies. He's on fire. I, yeah, I just thought that that's a, a frequent enough thing for that to be like, hey, it could happen in this movie. So just be aware, you might catch on fire at some <laughs> point. Uh, Nick I'm, Cage. I'm down to- play a nick page drinking game and maybe that's maybe that's some uh uh some of our patreon content is <laughs> record ourselves drunk watching a nick cage movie yeah that sounds uh oh, we, man. that would have to be a video as well anyway but but i, I brought that up because i think it's kind of a funny concept of if these fish are just kind of like nomadic not doing anything what do they do all day i think that they've built this wicker wooden frog that maybe that they burn at the end of every year or they plan on burning at some point to try to be like, yeah, maybe if we burn, do like an effigy burning of the fake frog, that he'll go away or something. So this was like the in-progress building of a wicker wood effigy frog, something. I I don't know, man. I just That's a great Trying to figure something out. Yeah. And it's falling apart. I mean, they don't have hands. you know what else are they gonna do? They got little feet exactly. and mouths. I mean, yeah, and then it's because it's just it well, and, 
you know it's not a natural formation because it's like tied together and it's falling apart. So like, why is it there? It's I just be assumed it was a bird nest. I just, I just, I think I assumed that the birds were building it for some reason. But I mm. think your reasoning makes so much more sense. Flip side: What if the frog monster himself was making it? to look like another frog monster to, kiss, to try to, practice to, try kissing to kiss. On. Yeah, to mm. practice kissing on, potentially. Maybe so. It definitely so we got lots gave of options. Me, that moment gave me over the garden wall vibes for some yep. reason. Yep, it's because the um the episode with like the, the kind of scarecrow pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly what I, what I, I was totally thinking. totally picked up on that too. Yeah. Gosh, what a good show. I can't wait mm-hmm. for the fall to be able to watch that again and just be in that vibe that mood yeah that mm. that that whole score of over the garden wall is like perfect to go along with like a cold october so november good, day dude you know? it's so good i'm so excited for all all of fall but summer first you know let's summer first through summer yeah <laughs> frog, frog monsters in summer first at this point frog monsters in summer dude i think i found sorry this is we're tangenting i'm sorry y'all I do think I'm trying to find seasonal albums. I've got my my winter Christmas album, which is the uh, Charlie Brown album. I've got my fall album that I listen to now, which is going to be the Over the Garden Wall soundtrack. And I'm trying to find a summertime one. I think I just found it. Dude, th- this can be my wreck. I guess I wrecked Japanese music last mm-hmm. uh, podcast episode. So this is this is my last Japanese rock wreck, I promise. It's going to be, it's a Misuyoshi Takanaka. The album is called The Rainbow Goblins. There is like the story of, it's a children's story, The Rainbow Goblins. And throughout the book, you hear a little bit of narration about the story, you know, or from the story. Meanwhile, he is jamming and it's funky and it's super fun. And it feels very like cinematic in the first song, which has all these orchestral strings and stuff. And it feels very magical. It dives you into the world that is the Rainbow Goblins and it ends in the same way. And it is a fantastic album. It's on YouTube. Highly recommend it. Sorry. All right. Back to this episode. <laughs> hey, that's our first ever tangent and wreck at the same time. But I can't it went, along, no it went along with seasonal uh, feels. Yes. And this is backtracking. Seasonal, seasonal feels. feels. Uh, this feels like Over the Garden Wall, Wicker Man. Now yeah. we got the frog in the cage. There's a dog. connection. There's a connection. There's connection. For sure. There's connection. We just have to trace our tangents. If we can't trace our tangents back, then that's that's where they, they don't we start to lose the audience. Yes. <laughs> we yeah. No, we we lose the audience immediately. Well, welcome back to the Adventure Time Talk. We're talking about Adventure Time. Yes, that's what we do we here. Are about only. It. Well, my my deepest thought of this episode, I only had one, and I didn't think I was going to be able to pull out a deep thought. But Lay it on me. It happens. <laughs> Mike, yeah, Mike doesn't put the lid on me. Anyway, there you go. Um, <laughs> but we, he's fighting the frog in the cave. Jake's grown big. Uh, Finn's trying to figure out what to do and has the moment of like backtracking with it's like, I'm shy, first base. I can't make it out, can't make out all that stuff. And he thinks about kissing. I think this is a big moment in the show. Again, even in comparison to the barn, or yeah, the barn, the farm, excuse me, um, and a lot of the ways he's solved fighting big monsters at the end is he takes a step back, looks at the frog. Again, he's like sucking on Jake, which is gross. Season one, Finn would have just been like, don't suck on my friend, you nasty. <laughs> and like, try to stab him with the sword. 
Yeah. And he sits back and analyzes everything about that he knows about the frog. I think um, immediately too, then he's like, okay, this could be a whole like, I got to kiss him to save him situation, which is just, I think this is growth in Finn. It's the first time I think he looks at an enemy he's fighting that's that's almost eating Jake. I think sees the enemy as somebody, like fighting evil is not just about punching the bad guy, defeating evil. It's about like helping people. And he's like, I can help this crazy frogman. If maybe I can help him in it, that just means I have to kiss him right now. Yeah. Ooh, and then delicately good. lands on the stalactite. Oh my gosh. So delicate. I love that. That was almost my tops of the episode, how gracefully <laughs> he lands on the stalactite and just, dude, what a vibe. But no, I, I think that's a great thought. This does feel like a, an improvement in his capability of like assessing a situation mm-hmm. and handling it in a more mature way. Not every... Gosh, it's like every D&D campaign ever, right, is always, oh, we're going to fight. Let's fight. But like sometimes mm-hmm. the best solutions are sitting there thinking and coming up with like, a, or talking. Go like, go talk to them, you know? Uh, yeah. And of course, the frog, the giant frog or the uh, mega frog probably could not talk, could not speak in this episode or else he would have been trying to communicate with the the mud scamps and stuff. But I think that's a, a great, you know, little moment for Finn. Yeah, I mean, I think he, and again, just solving problems, not just with his fist and not just with the sword, but looking at it and be like, maybe this thing isn't evil. And his his mind of looking at things that are doing evil things, hurting his friends, he starts to like look at a lot of situations on like, is this thing really evil or is it just doesn't know that it's doing something bad? And can I help it? Can I steer it away and make this a good being? Um, yeah, we see that. I think just coming up, especially starting off a forever long season five, it's going to be lots of moments of Finn growth like this. Um, well, doing something bad, he was certainly approaching a kiss in a, a terrible way. Yeah, come on, Mega <laughs> exactly. Frog, what are you doing? Like, you got to know better. Like, way too direct, way too direct, way too hands on, way too non consent. What's happened to Mega Frog? <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, okay. It's like, it's like Beast in the Beauty and the Beast. He's got to make a woman fall in love with him. So his first thought is, let me lock her in the dungeon. Ter- and... Terrible first thought. <laughs> Horrible first thought. Horrible first thought. And it's somehow it works. I, I don't know. Such a Ned locking Russell in his basement move. Oh, see that callback? Oh, that's season, a season one throwback. One of this, episode, this podcast that we <laughs> definitely did not continue any through line uh-uh. from the first season. We, we threw a couple of Easter eggs in there through like season two, but yeah, uh, the, I was the so inside ambitious. joke was Russell yeah. was going to be constantly locked in my basement occasionally. But there's going to be like a storyline, like a through line throughout this whole podcast, <laughs> like a separate, hey, you know. We still have time. Yeah, and I also was going to do snail sightings. I, there was a snail sighting this episode. I yeah. saw the snail. It was on the giant uh, bird nest or whatever you called it earlier. Wicker man. The, the wicker man frog. So did, yeah, did I, I saw it. I just, I just, man, I've, I've listened to so many other podcasts about Adventure Time and everybody's like, oh, there it is. Well, snail. And I was like, well, yeah, like that's enjoy that. But we don't want to sit here and be like, that's not the coolest thing. We that's can what talk I'm doing. About in this that's what I'm doing now. That's no, all I'm going to talk about. No. Talk about the well, deep what? stuff. Do you, deep stuff. Do you have any okay. lessons that you learned? I have a lesson? We're, we're yeah. in lessons right now? 
I think uh, I, that's all I got, man. I, yeah, I don't dude, know. This, this not much episode, else in this episode. <laughs> go watch this episode. I, we could talk about the lollipops. What are we going to talk about the lollipops? They, they tried to keep their trail. They've got too much candy in the candy kingdom. That's yeah, the issue with well, the lollipops. They don't want I, lollipops. Come on. I guess we had two great butt jokes in this episode, too. We kind of, we, we, yeah. we miss out on, uh, yeah, a lot less butt jokes in this season. One was the butt tree. And then two was when Finn was running up Jake's back and then like total like parts the Red Sea the <laughs> power red launched off sea. <laughs> Jake's butt cheeks. Then they like kind of <laughs> slide off the edges. I did like that moment. I did really like that moment. But just the graceful landing on the slide tie won that scene over for me. Yeah, it's true. so silly. He's like kisses the giant frog and then just like does a front flip and lands on this thing. It's great. Go watch it. Go watch just this go, episode. Yeah, just go watch uh, it. Yeah. Season four, episode twenty-three. If you haven't looked it up yet, it's the hard easy. It's it's worth a rewatch if it's been a minute or if this is one that you skip. I say go check it out. It's it's worth a rewatch for sure. My yeah, lesson, Ned, for you because I know you're itching the no. I, I see you there. You're itching the no. Uh, go kiss a toad. I don't know. Could be a hot prince though. Though the warts. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe don't kiss a toad, but but go kiss a toad. Could be a hot friend. <laughs> only know. that is your only lesson. Maybe That's my maybe, only lesson. maybe <laughs> mine is similar, but it has a just maybe one level of depth behind it. If you got somebody bullying you, just kiss them on the mouth because it'll probably make them stop. Probably so. Probably it, it could get or worse, d- but may make it stop. There's or, the chance that it makes yeah, it stop. I don't know. I guess that works. Or run, just run. I, I didn't. Know. I never Talk said this was advice. I said it was a lesson. No, none of this so. is advice. Yeah, that's your lesson. <laughs> so your lesson is to kiss your bully on the mouth. Yes, kiss my bully right on the mouth. That's good. I like that one. I'm sure that would work out real well, <laughs> especially it, if you were in high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Maybe> freak <laughs> people out a little bit too much. Yeah, be a little weird. But it's, I love the movies when sometimes like a bully is there, and the main character or someone will like drop their trousers just to freak out the bully and the bully's like whoa whoa what is this crazy guy doing like i can't handle this why did you drop your pants i don't know why is that a trope i feel like that's a trope that's something yeah that i'm trying sometimes. to i'm trying to think of a well I'm, i've seen that like in some shows and like um what was the one i think there was a fair there was a family guy one that was like out gross the some the bully like the bully keeps bullying you for being gross so just mm, like how gross okay. um yeah. Gosh, there's another fairly odd parents one I know that had to be in this realm. There's got to be another good lesson from this episode, right? Do you have any other lessons? Actually, that was really my only one. Um, okay. Also, yeah, like don't be afraid. If you're getting eaten by frogs in the woods, don't be afraid yes. to move to the city, even mm-hmm. if you got to practice a little bit. So, yeah. Even though, even if you don't have anything cool, if you don't do anything cool, like it's okay to get a job in the city. I mean, we, we've all been there. We've all been mud scamps out in the woods somewhere, out in Dagobah. I mean, sometimes you got to move to the city. Yeah, it's move right. to the city. I, it, it, the the worst the worst case scenario, you move back. You move back to the woods when there's no <laughs> yeah. more, when there's more monster frog. So take Dude. that as you will, but get as metaphorical with that as you will. Okay, cool. Well, hey man, <laughs> let's let's get into uh, a traveler's log, maybe. Oh, that's fun stuff. Yeah, we've got one from Austin. I'm pretty sure he's referring to the last episode, or what is it? It's the episode with Lemon Grab, the second Lemon uh, Grab episode. Yeah, you made me. So that's actually three episodes ago at this point. Three episodes ago. God. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, Austin is talking about some clarification about electromedicine. So I'm going to do my best to read through this. But uh, you want to say hello. 
Uh, I heard I was listening to last week's episode and you mentioned a little bit about uh, or he wanted to talk a little bit about modern electroconvulsive therapy mm-hmm. or ECT, which, which is being referenced in reference to yes. lemon grab uh, shocking the pup shocking gang the in like his electric and room. And That's when he, when yeah. I read this one the first time, I was like, what the heck is he talking about? Yes. And I was like, oh, we were talking about shock so therapy, we riffing, lemon grab. Yeah. We were riffing on it and about it, like not really being medicine or just kind of being like a unethical thing. Because of course, the way that Lemon Grab is using it is totally unethical and mm-hmm. terrible. But he wanted to go on and mention, it's not like it's different. It's not like it was in the 60s and 70s, which I guess it was unethical to some degree in the 60s and 70s. I don't know. I don't, yeah, don't yeah. quote me on that. Yeah. When you learn what they were doing yeah. in mental hospitals and people were in mental hospitals because they were either women that distrusted authority, they were gay or they were had like um oh uh, cerebral palsy or something where there's not it's not a mental illness, you know. Well and then they were doing shock therapy on them. That's terrible. All right. Well back to this. It says nowadays patients are given uh an anesthetic and they just need someone to drive them home. It's for depression that uh that can't be treated with medicine. It's actually the number one therapy and changes people's lives for the better. Not that y'all said anything particularly wrong or bad, uh, but just trying to prevent any medical misinformation on any front I hear. Best Austin medical student. Now, Austin, medical student is not a DJ name. I appreciate you writing <laughs> in. Uh, but what type of a DJ name is medical student? Yeah, well, you could have gone with DJ Scrubs. Okay, you could have gone with DJ Scrubs. I, I like that. DJ MD. Like, I don't know. Exactly. Well, I guess he can't be MD until he graduates. No, that's true. He's a medical student. Oh, man. Yeah, DJ Scrubs is great. Gosh, that's so good. Can I be DJ Scrubs? No, (laughs) I'm Russ. Dude, I am on my name game this week. I'm telling you. Yeah, let's not not test it, though, because I'm sure it's not going to (laughs) continue. Well, who knows? He might email us back and say I was totally wrong about the shock therapy in the 40s and 50s or whatever. Well, heck yeah, man. Well, good traveler's log. Good traveler's log. Awesome. Thank you for reaching out. If you want to get on the Traveler's Log, if you want to be like having your thoughts and well, feelings. Part of our adventure. Yeah. Read on the podcast. Freaking reach out to us at the nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I often reply back to them, if not always. There's one or two that were really long recently um, that I just, you know, I, I'm intimidated by it. I just don't, I just, I just uh, got anxiety, I guess. I don't know. I haven't read it yet. So, but I'll get there. It's just so dang long. Come on. What, Ned? I can't hear you. I think you muted yourself. Oh, yes, I did. I just was like, yeah, it doesn't sound like they're writing a log. They're writing like an essay. Yeah, for portion. sure. <laughs> well, regardless, uh, Ned, I do have a wreck, though. I've already used my wreck, but I got you didn't another even wreck let me you. my wreck, honestly. I don't care. Did I get uh, one me... splash in there? No, you, you got no wrecks, bud. I got wrecks. Uh, man, bussies. I mean, sorry, Bucky's. Dude, not a sponsor. <laughs> Go the Bucky's, bro. Like, I went for the first time on a bachelor weekend trip. And the second time. The first time I didn't buy anything because I was way too intimidated. There were hundreds and hundreds of people. This is like a Sunday thing that people do, I guess. Or like yeah. a random Thursday. Just everybody's like, gotta go to the Bucky's. So I didn't buy anything the first time. If you it don't know... Event. Bucky's is like a massive, massive, huge gas station. There's like 150 pumps. Um, there's a new one in Georgia now going between 
Atlanta to Nashville, um, which is again, why we, it's a big deal. Now there's one in Texas. There's one in Florida. Yeah. Um, I'm with the one in South Carolina. It's the Mecca of like trailer trash, six flags meets gas station meets theme park. Everything's beaver themed. They have a mascot. They have homemade beef jerky. They have like delicious brisket. And then just get, and then like a whole souvenir. It's crazy. It's white. It's weird. But go to Bucky's yeah. is a great recommendation. So I, I uh, bought the Beaver Nuggets. I think Beaver or, or something like that. Beaver Nugs. Yeah, and they're just like you know sugary corn flaky. Yeah, cereal sort of a Jackie. Thing. Or they're we good. were going to a wedding in Tennessee not too long ago, and our friend Connor got some. And this we realized they're oversized. Remember that cereal corn pops? Yeah. It's like oversized corn pops. It is. It really yeah. is. But they're kind of buttery and maple syrupy. I mean, they're kind yeah. of good. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had one or two. I'm just not a sweets guy typically. But yeah, I go and get barbecue sandwiches and the the kettle chips, the homemade kettle chips. Nice. Well, what's your recommendation? My recommendation is probably already been talked about, known, whatever. But it's the new Spider-Man movie. Fantastic. Oh man, like, really? absolutely. Oh, and I started getting on. Uh, tangent tiktoks about how like they animated it that half the characters were at one frame half the characters were at two frames and then one character was at three frames for like animation and so the animation just like they are making a new genre of movies um, wow of how like movies are being animated which is just crazy so dude i'm pretty sure childish cambino makes uh you know donald glover yes he does donald glover makes an appearance as yeah I don't um, want to know. I don't I want to know spoil. what as. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to go check it well, out. Well, it's, it's, that's already kind of been... If you've been following anything Spider-Man yeah. related, you already know he was supposed to be... And yeah. this confirms it in this movie that he's... So ah, that's cool. That's I will, cool. I'll let you run with that. I would have loved him, especially in his community days, like back then being Spider-Man. That would have been so freaking cool. Yeah, but... Regardless, let's let's close it out, baby. Let's close yeah, this sucker down. We'll, we'll keep it uh, sweet, short and sweet this episode. The next episode, we'll be talking about Fortress Wizard. So, or, <laughs> whatever. I, is that what? Did I just do it She's again? She's called her Fortress Princess and it's Huntress Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it down. You'll get it one day. When she's your lovely she's and sexy. sexy character. She's my sexy character. The first time I saw her. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> what is today? I don't know, man. It's, I'm doing it's a podcast. <laughs> are, are you going to party forever now? Um, no, not yet. I'm going to say, check us out on Instagram at <laughs> NeverEndingAdventure Podcast. It's okay. NeverEndingAdventure Cast. Twitter at NEA underscore podcast. I already told, already told you about the Traveler's Log. Check it out. Come on, y'all. Get on YouTube. Go follow us on YouTube and subscribe. It's going to help us. We're already at 800 people subscribed there, which is really cool. And I think crazy. at 1,000, maybe we can possibly monetize in some way. I don't That's know. Cool. I'm thinking about looking into it, but we'll I, see. I like, maybe I like money, though. Form videos. Uh, hey, money would be cool. Um, but until we get a sponsor, I don't know. Regardless, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for another awesome episode of adventure time i'm enjoying this a lot the fourth season's been pretty good i can only imagine it's going to get better and yeah stick around join us next week party forever love that you gave